microphone checker Swinging sword lecture Closing down the sector Supreme neck protector Better want him kid Mr. Mepsa Falling pop About to blow his lid from the pressure Too hot for TV For Sheezy Too many wanna be Harvey P-I-G-P-O-P-P-A No info for the D-E-A Federal agents mad cause I'm flagrant Tap myself and the phone in the bait I don't know nobody else that's doing this Body start to drop, ayy, hit the floor Now they wanna know me since I hit the top, ayy This a rollie, not a stop, watch shit don't ever stop Alright, so back in this bitch for another one. This is Connecticut's most controversial podcast. This is the Domino Effect. And as always, I go by the name of Domino. Appreciate you guys for tuning in. If you're watching on Twitch right now, you get to watch the show. You get to hear the show before the shit actually come out, because I don't know when it's coming out. So, you know, before it gets on all those platforms, you know, your SoundClouds, iTunes, your Google Play, Stitches, Spotify, YouTube, and iHeartRadios, you know, wherever the fuck you get your podcast, we are there. But, you know, like I was saying... You get to see the show uh, before it comes out. And uh, the guest that I have on the show today, I've been waiting to talk to for a long, long while now. Um, for, for, to, yo, it's been a while, man. So, you know, for a bunch of reasons, you know, I feel like this woman has a very interesting story and journey thus far. Um, I feel when it comes to hip hop, she's very fucking disrespectful and I love a good hip hop debate. <laughs> Oh, I'm right here. I'm right here. <laughs> and, and, you know, just an all-around creative that, you know, whose brain I want to pick. And, you know, I feel like a lot of people talk that black girl magic shit, but I feel like she embodies that. She encompasses all of that. So, you know, on the line right now, we have the co-creator of, of University of Dope and the creator of AV Does What. We have Bronx native AV Perkins on the line. What's up? What's up? How you guys doing? How are you, Av? I'm good. You know, I'm I'm blessed. I woke up. I'm still alive. It's 20, 2020, and you know, amen, amen, <laughs> amen, amen. Now, how has the pandemic, I guess, been treating you? Has that like stifled your creativity at all? Like, um, no, actually, uh, ironically, you know, it's not saying it's full pod, but it's almost kind of weird to say like this is the best year ever, you know? Like, mm, that's awkward. Right. <laughs> so I'm not saying that. Uh, so don't hit me with no hate mail, y'all. Like, you know, you know, don't do that. Mm. But um, I'm always a, like, optimism is my strong point. It's not even just, like, saying that. Like, I've taken my tests and things like that. Like, that is, like, what's your strength? Being optimistic, right? Mm. And, like, building morale. And I think that's really good for, us for because we have a team with you dope and ab does what is just myself mm. so boosting my own morale and then the morale of the people around me because we need to get excuse me we need to get things done you mm. know and um but in the pandemic we've been able to pivot um with you dope we've been able to pivot to do virtual events and that has definitely helped us grow our reach to many different people because everybody's home you mm. know so they need things to pass the time and resell a game, you know? So, and and a game that's not, that's not, you know, video games. So one, there's a lower price point. And two, it's interactive with people versus, you know, just being on the screen. I mean, you can interact when you're playing like Call of Duty or something like that, but it's still different, you know, when you're playing our game. So people are looking for that type of interaction. It's definitely 
helped us yeah. in the in the in the pandemic. I feel like this game could have helped a lot of people because you know, even though we, you're not supposed to be gathering and shit like that, a lot of people are home. And I guess like the uh, online stuff that you guys have been doing has been helping some people that you know you know, just can't get around someone or they, they have that fear of, you know, going out or, or, or if they step outside that they just going to catch the shit. Yeah. And then if you just have, if you just live with people, you yeah. know, because COVID-19 stop people having roommates. We live in New York. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> well, so. there's, there's, well, not everybody live in New York, but you know, a lot of people got roommates and, you know, siblings, even their parents, you know, that um, maybe hit pop heads as well. And mm. as far as, AB does what in um, during the pandemic? It has also grown my reach as well because people, once again, people are at home mm-hmm. and they need things to do to, for your, for creativity and expanding their 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 mind. They want to do DIY projects. They want to they have time to tinker with things that they may not have been tinkering with tinkering with before. So, mm. yeah. Okay. Now, where did this DIY spirit come from? How did this manifest? Okay, well, um, I've always been a creative person. When I was a kid, I wanted to be an actress. I went to like a performing arts school. Like that is always so. Being in the arts has always been like my thing. Hmm. And I went to college. I went to Central Connecticut State University. Big up one time for Connecticut. And I also went to high school in Bridgeport, hmm. Colby Cathedral. Kobe, you know, yeah, woo, woo, woo. yeah, yeah. You know, uh, <laughs> and. With all of that, I still kept my uh, creative uh, spirit and I went to college for film mm-hmm. and I worked in the industry for 10 years doing props and set decorating. And uh, I, you know, you're working with your hands. That's that's what you do. Right. And um, unfortunately, like during that time, my father passed away suddenly. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, when you're freelancing, you're in a constant state of employment and unemployment Mm -hmm. so you can like go to work when you want to or you can not apply for a job so it's like that so 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 since nothing is actually like making you go somewhere i just like i was like eh, you know whatever and my father he worked in construction he really taught me how to work with my hands and Mm. what i did i just started you know doing like you know little things around the house diy and everything and I decided to create a website and instead of, you know, doing like an online journal and pouring out your feelings, that was just like too intense for me. Mm. So that was like, AV does what basically started off as a dedication to him. And then it just like grew into something completely different, something I never set out to do. I did not set out to be an influencer Mm. or a craft blogger or anything like that. So that's, that's the story. See, that's something I wasn't privy to before. See, 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 see what I was talking about? Wow, this movie got some interesting fucking stories. I didn't even know that shit. I just, I just, I just thought she's like to take shit apart and put it together, you no. know, glue shit. I'm like, no, nah, it's an this, actual story this, behind it. This is literally, these brands that have taken over my life were accidental. Mm. You know, I never, like I said, I never set out to do it. My, my plan was to, you know, be a production designer, like, Best case scenario would be like working on Black Panther, right? right. Oh, <laughs> and then that, that, that would have been amazing. But yeah, I and then even even with doing the blog, what ended up happening was um, I am doing more stuff in front of the camera. So literally everything came full circle because I told you I wanted to be an actress as a child. Mm. So I did this whole <laughs> you know twenty year plan detour around just to come back into in front of the camera now. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Because I feel like we've been Facebook friends for maybe like five, like since six years. Started. Yeah, it's be like four so, years, four or five years now. Yeah, it's, it's been a while because a mutual friend of ours posted something about the game, and then I was like, "Oh, this shit sounds dope." And it's two black women. I'm definitely fucking in. Then I added yeah. you and Marion, and then ever since then, I've just been seeing like the transformation. Like, I think I was there when you got braces and shit. Yeah, the, I got my braces. Uh, like, you know, we started in November, for November 1st, 2016. That's our official launch date. Mm. And um, yeah, I mean, I didn't I, I didn't have braces when we started, but I got it like right when the year ended. Yeah. My mom was like, yeah, you're going to be on TV, so you got to make sure you look good. So I was yeah. like, okay, mom. Fix your mom. Yeah, like that's what she said. She hit me with the, you know, you go. And then sure enough, because mamas don't lie. A year, almost to the day of me taking them off, I had booked um, a, a television appearance. So, mm. see, mama, <laughs> yeah, mama so, be knowing. So when mama know it, you do it. Got you. So now, with all the intel I've done, I guess we're gonna start from the beginning. So, the beginning. You're from the Bronx. How's it growing up in the Bronx? Okay, well, I'm from Co-op City, the the Bronx. Now, depending on who you're talking to, what year you talking about, you know, Snicker. it's not, <laughs> it's not as, it's not uh, Riverdale, but it's not, you know, Soundview, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> right, and co but you know, you had it, it's, it's, to me, it's just like home and it's regular, but it's very, like, I'm, I didn't grow up like going on like the subways and stuff like that because so there's no subway that goes through co-op, mm. um, but it was just like chill, like, I don't know. I feel like my, um, like I have like my aunts and uncles and some of this. So I had like my family all around. So it was literally, I feel like it was like a Spike Lee movie, you know, mm. but like, <laughs> like, you know, it's like you in New York. So it is New York, but it still felt like family oriented. Yeah. 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 So, yeah like it wasn't like clockers or nothing. It was very much more like a Kirkland experience. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So now, uh, mom and pops in a home. They was together. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So that's another thing. So that's a whole different thing too. So it's just like, oh, you know, my mom. Like, <laughs> I described it's gonna sound like mad, like suburban, but it's not, right? Mm-hmm. But um, but like um, my mother, she stayed home with us until I was like a teenager, mm. and then my father worked. So I had that kind of setup, you know, okay. um, at home and. Uh, like what's my like my brothers you know like as an adult I realized the benefits of that because as a child I hated it because I wanted to do bad stuff with my friends you yeah. know <laughs> I just want to do harass you with my I friends wanna, I want to do some things with my friends and I'm like damn you always here like don't you want to go to the club yeah go, go somewhere <laughs> mom like go, go and I used to be really tight and then well also my parents had me like a little bit later right mm. Um, like my mom like around like like early 30s she had me so that's later compared to compared you know, to you know, yeah a lot of things right and mm. um so it was just like damn like you don't want like it's saturday you don't go to the club no? yeah, something. okay you just want to stay here yeah. heard you like <laughs> Try, trying to bring a thing over mom trying to give you know what I'm saying you can't even, you have to work extra hard to be that yeah <laughs> that's the crazy shit <laughs> oh yeah okay that's cool I was, yeah. All right, so so mom stayed home while dad worked. Now, what brought you to going to high school in Bridgeport? Um, my parents they wanted to to move. The mm. the, the neighborhood was changing. 
some, right? Just like gentrifying or just not gentrifying. Like you know, it was Prime. like also it was getting more. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Any up a little bit? Yeah. Things was getting a little bit, little little rugged. Heard you. And and um yeah, and then my grandmother lived in Bridgeport at the time, but it's so funny because I would come to visit, and you know, Cobb is a bunch of buildings, so. You know, you just associate like, okay, there's buildings and then you got like these houses and, you know, you, you used to see like houses on TV, mm-hmm. you know? So in my mind, that was like more like suburban to, to, to my experience, to my, to my thoughts. And mm-hmm. then, you know, I moved to Bridgeport. So I realized it was just like, I don't know if it was like pot into the fire. Because <laughs> <laughs> Bridgeport is no joke me, but yeah. so, you know. I have a bunch of family in Bridgeport as well. Mm-hmm. So I think that was like the the transition. Yeah. I mean, but but you went to Kobe though. So, you know, that's that's good. You didn't go to any yeah. ratchet ass public schools. Like you didn't go to Bassett yeah. or no shit. Like, like if you'd have moved here and went to like Harden or some shit, it was like, wait, what the fuck you doing here? Like for real. And I had friends. I had friends at Harden and I had friends in all the other, all the other schools. And it's literally one thing. I mean, it's, I definitely with, with Kobe, it's, the experience, like not this, like literally, not even you learned nothing there. Mm. Just off of the strength of having smaller class sizes, right? Is just a different, just it's just a different thing, you mm. know. And fighting was not something that happened at Kobe. Like I think, you know, you go to high school there for four years. I saw, no, not even so. I didn't even see the fights. It was like two fights in four years, and they were Damn. gone before. Like they was like, oh, there's a fight. Like you can you can probably hear the secretary typing up a dismissal letter. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like they gone, they are gone by sundown mm-hmm. <laughs> out of there. Out of so there. so after high school, you go to college, you go to Central Connecticut. Yes. Okay. That's I met Marion at. Well, you met Marion. So now mm. you went to college for what exactly? What was your major? Communication. Communication. Okay. Yeah, film you know, emphasis on film because I worked in production. Okay. All right. So take me to the day that I guess the, uh, the idea that sparked, you know, you dope. Take me back to Vance Hall. Okay. Well, Vance Hall is the room. I mean, it's a dorm that me and Marion met at mm. and we didn't come up with the idea of you dope. And so like years later, well, like well, after yeah, graduated. Well, it sparked the, yeah, you know. Yeah. 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 So, um, we wanted people to feel like how they felt their sophomore year in college. And that's when me and Mary met my, um, our sophomore year, or maybe like, I guess technically, I guess it's second semester freshman year, mm. but we got like friends, like um, sophomore year. Mm. And, you know, depending on your age is like T-Pain was doing what he was supposed to do. <laughs> you know, it was just like, right. bring you back, bring you back to when buying you a drink was popping. Oh right? my God. Days. Yeah. And that was just, I just felt like that was a time. That was a time. Our you know? Bar. And you know, yeah. Club. Or, oh my or, God. yeah. Or your, or your sophomore year or, or whenever you was like 19 to 20, 20 and a half years old. Cause you know, <laughs> 20 20 and and half. <laughs> yeah. Cause when you're 21, you can drink legally and it's, that's great. That's yeah. great. But it's just like, you know, that nice fine time of like ratchet fun. Mm hmm. Where it's like, yeah, so back to when he was 20 and a half. But yeah, basically, mm-hmm. years later, so describing how we wanted you to feel, right? Like when me and Mary would be taking road trips up to Springfield, like that's what we wanted you to feel like. Right. And that's where we get the name Vance Hall and university. You know, we went to school together, mm-hmm. university. Okay. But Marianne, she, I live in Brooklyn. She lives in Connecticut. And she came to visit me in Brooklyn and we went to go eat. 
and we were talking about Cash Cab, that show Cash Cab. Right. And this is the extended version of the the origin story because you peoples. Mm. So she always would talk about, you know, oh, is there gonna be a Cash Cab? I wanna if I I wanna go into Cash Cab. It's like we in Brooklyn. <laughs> the cabs are not coming. Like right. sis, there's no Cash Cab and there's no cab. Oh. But um I I said to her, I'm like, man, you know, it'd be crazy to get into a cash cab. I said, I feel like if they asked me to name all the members of In Vogue, I would get like put out because I can't name them all. Mm-hmm. And then we were, you know, we were laughing about that. And then I asked her, you know, like, what if they asked you to name all the members of Wu Tang? Like, could you name all the members of Wu Tang? Mm-hmm. And she said, yeah. And I said, uh, I don't believe you. It's mad people in Wu Tang. Mm-hmm. Uh, could you name them all if you were drunk? She said yes, and I really didn't believe her. And um, we went back to my house and we Googled, did the Googles, and looked up Wu Tang drinking game. Mm-hmm. We figured it existed because everything with Wu Tang exists. Right. And it did it. So we made it up. So literally, we made up the game to satisfy our own needs. Like we are our target audience. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now, do you ever plan to, I guess, update the game for like a younger crowd? I was like, fuck these little niggas. No. <laughs> well, 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 well. We we talk about this all the time, right? And you know how sometimes there are brands where, you know, they they're they're black owned brands and they're like, okay, this is black, black, everything's black, all black, everything. And mm. then they might include like white people mm. even in the commercial and everyone just goes like haywire, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> I feel like that would happen to us <laughs> if we started, if, you know, God, you know, everything is golden era and then you got a whole deck about Little Yachty, right? Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. It's just like, whoa, wait a minute. This is not, and especially us, because we are very much like millennials. We are mm. getting, we're rapidly approaching that get off my lawn. Age. Oh, I'm there. <laughs> oh, I'm I know. There. I was being nice. Yeah. <laughs> I was being nice because <laughs> a lot of y'all are there. Mm. Um, so we do make updates like whenever we're just kind of like re-upping and uh, we make any tweaks like, okay, this has, this person is not really whatever, you know, things have changed or this person's like really, really like canceled, mm. which rarely happens. Um, yeah. So we'll make like adjustments like that just in terms of the deck itself. And that was before the rebrand. Mm. And now it's like, you know, we've changed so many questions. It's the 102 deck versus the 101 deck where it was mm. the original. But in terms of, a whole like expansion pack for like the younger crowd. Mm. I don't see that personally, mm-hmm. but things can change. We're doing all types of expansion packs. Personally, I would like to have a, an entirely different game mm-hmm. for um for the younger folks because right now how the expansion packs work is that you have to have the original to to choose to play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so maybe a mini deck I don't know, but that's just like way, that would be way down the pipeline. But I would like something for Gen Z, maybe an app or something. But it's just, we're a gaming company. So right. we, can, we can come out with, I don't know, Angry Birds, part two, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Right. You know? So that would be something like that for them. Now, what's an unpopular opinion that you have that hasn't made it to a card yet? All of them. All of them? <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think I have one that's not made its way. I mean, I can think of some because I'm a troll. Like, I'm a natural born troll. My so. nigga, these is fucking downright disrespectful. And, like, Drake is is the GOAT. Like, words words mean things. So, the GOAT? <laughs> the. Okay. So, so um, I mean, I don't believe Drake is the GOAT, goat, but I do think that he 
hip hop has a way of hating on the artists that make songs for women. Mm -hmm. So for songs for women in my air quotes, right? Right. Um, so even if they're talented or or not, if too many women like you, it's almost like you're gonna you're gonna be economically successful. Yeah, that's exactly. for sure. Yeah. But you know, people question your credibility or question your talent or question your longevity. Like, why are people questioning LL in the year of our Lord 2020? <laughs> like, no, you shouldn't do that. That shouldn't be no discussion, you know? And not to get all uber woke, but it's, it's you know, it's misogynist. It's, so, it is. It's, it's fuck. Yeah. So I'm like, LL? LL? Who's giving you so many iterations of everything? Mm-hmm. No. So the same thing with with Drake. But to answer your question, that is, uh, I mean, I was trolling when we put that that meme together. Okay. So, all right. So before I go on, how many of these are trolling and how many of these are like your true beliefs? I don't even know. At okay. This point, so, like, I, 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 I'm, 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 is at this point, I'm trolling myself. Okay. So Biggie, oh. <laughs> Biggie is overrated. No, that's not mine. I can definitely say that's not mine. Some of Thank them. You. So, okay, with. Uh, with like our with like certain memes, mm. some of them are crowdsourced from y'all. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah I get so it. <laughs> so what you guys tell us, we tell them back to you. Mm-hmm. Okay. In, in terms of just our social, right? Mm. And for actually like developing the game, we have what I call like the you dope algorithm. There's only so many artists out there. There's only so many artists that can be in the game. So only so many artists that can be mentioned. Mm. So and we try to keep it like balanced in terms of like matchups. So let's say a one gotta go, even though the traditional one has been Biggie Nas, Jay Z, or Tupac, but just coming up with other ones like uh, Kendrick, Drake, J Cole, and Childish Gambino, mm. right? You know, those are similar ages, similar not similar, but contemporary. They're their contemporaries for the most part. Mm. You know, so. You know, then we try to keep it like balanced like that when we're adding artists. Okay. Now, who have you been surprised about that has played your game? Because you you've had a bevy of people that you know I would have never thought that would have you know got the chance Reach to reach them. Okay. Yeah, like so, Method Man, Red Man. You had fucking yes. Raheem Devon, D Nice, Chrisette Michelle, Avant. Like a lot of niggas. people. A lot of a lot of people. Like Method Man playing was just. Come on, guys! Right? Listen, the, <laughs> the same affinity you got for Meth, I don't have for Meth. That's my favorite rapper That's ever. But you know, I, yo, I swear to God, I didn't know he was a sex symbol till like '05. I was like, yo, women like Meth like that? Yeah, man. And I this never been like, knew. And it's been like my whole life, so it's, I I mean, never it's kinda, knew. It's kind of creepy because it's like you know, you was like seven, girl. Yeah. But- <laughs> yo, yo, you, yo, you can feel, yo, you know what you like when you like it. You feel your yeah. feels, nigga. That's how. I, that's how. You know, I knew who I was. Nigga, nigga, at seven, but, I, yo, I wanted to do some some things to t buys. I did. I just didn't know what them things was. I just what knew those like, yeah, I just knew I wanted to do something to it. I just didn't know yeah. like what it entailed. What, it, what was going to be exactly? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Method Man had, was definitely a, a big su- surprise. But what? Because the thing is, we we know the host of that show, so it wasn't one of those like, okay, we saw it, we were like, we knew it was coming. So the surprise was not on social the surprise mm. like you know we, we we get the heads up but in terms of like on social playing um i it's two it's two knife wonder 
I think that was Ooh. like our first, I think that was our first celeb to play. Mm. And we, I don't know, we don't know, because I mean, we try to reach out, we haven't heard anything. Uh. Like at that time, and this was like early on, this was maybe in year one. Yeah, this was definitely in year one. And we saw the card. And it was literally people who had like, you know, our day ones, and they were already playing and used to the card. It didn't say anything on the cards that really identified that as University of Dope. But mm. people who have played, they know our cards. So they tagged us to it. And everyone, you know, everyone's playing because it was a, he posted a one gotta go. <sighs> Black Thought, um, Common, Talib, Talib yeah. Def, yeah. right? So people are in his comments, excuse me, people are in his comments playing and we see like Maxwell, right? Like the singer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just like, okay, Maxwell. Like he's like, nah, man, like he's all into it. So that was, and then at that time we were at Howard Homecoming. So we were off the high of just doing like a really great guerrilla marketing type of type of stuff, like a, you know, like a tour out there. Mm. And then we got a bunch of tags and stuff that Ninth Wonder was playing. So that was dope. And The Dream's Wife. The Dream's uh, Wife. Yeah, she posted it, and then the dream. It was, it was, best twerk song, mm-hmm. and the dream is. I I think Dream reposted it, and it's like him, his like current wife Christina Milian, like everybody's in the comments, like his whole family basically right. <laughs> in the comment section, <laughs> and they all going back and forth, and that was pretty dope too. Like that was like you know, we don't know how they got it, who they got it from, or anything like that. Okay. Or I mean, or if they use like an alias to buy or something, because I would have seen, you know, the dream's name. But yeah, got you. Those are definitely dope surprises early on. Now, have there been any harsh harshes with trying to market this game to like the the people coming from two women at all? Because because you because you um, spoke on misogyny, like you know, hip hop and misogyny kind of yeah. go hand in hand. Personally, I have not seen it like in our own experience. The, the closest is really like when we used to be able to go outside for the time, right? I know. We right. were able to go outside. Oh, the days. The days going to like game nights and hosting them. People would think I was like a brand ambassador for the brand. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, I'm not like a bottle service girl. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, you mean it's not like I sell hookah pens, like a representative. Like, the thing when I was a, and it's like, hey, hey, it is nothing wrong with bottle service girls all right do your thing shorty you know um but i was like yeah i'm not like i'm not an independent contractor of this brand like this is what i created so that's the only thing that that really happens like oh 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 you because they're like oh it's dope and then they you know they they may associate dopeness with maleness yeah and then if i'm doing game nights out in new york it's usually me or me or in our in our events coordinator but the whole team is women so i have to i also would say uh, yeah me and my business partner i mean so i say her name i you know say pronouns so they know is a woman mm. so yeah that's that's the only thing where it's like more surprise but no one has from my like just memory now no one has been like you don't know what you talk about because y'all women because yeah, you know yeah, people okay. say yeah people say we don't know what we talk about because they don't agree with the opinions but it's just like Care about your feelings. Right. Our right. opinions woke up. <laughs> That's the hashtag for a reason. Right. Yeah. yeah. Cause I when I saw like Warren G and stuff like that, I was like, yo, this game is really reaching the people that it needs to reach. And th- and those are the kind of opinions that I want to hear. I want to see if it, I, I want to see if anybody gives it up like that. Like 
fuck all this like beating around the bush and you know I can't say this shit cause I'm trying to you know foster yeah. relationships Watch, and all that shit yeah yeah Redman when Redman played he is definitely our best set of answers like ever cause he you could tell like it, it hit him like really like in his spirit yeah. <laughs> so he he didn't have enough time to like process it even even the card that he's on like it didn't register it was just like wait oh, what the, uh, duo card Yes, the duo card. Yeah. It was just like, wait, hold up. Oh, wait, that's me. Like you can, like you can literally see. Yeah, it was like, nigga, what? <laughs> that, wait, hold up. Oh, wait. What's, what's, what's this again? Like, like I, that. I got respect so, for everybody, but come yeah. on now. <laughs> but he did. He he did not choose um, himself, and neither did Method Man. Hmm. They 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 humble like that. Okay, that's dope. That's yeah. dope. Now, uh, back to uh college real quick now uh you graduated college right mm-hmm. and uh you were a intern at mtv for for a while correct i interned when i was yeah. in college yes okay, but i yeah. was okay and you were a production assistant on some, a, a few films as well right mm-hmm. okay so indiana jones how, how how was that experience okay well that that's like my claim to fame before all of this yeah <laughs> um i mean it's still my claim to fame like i wanted to be like one of those you know, those specials that be on, um, like, VH1. Like, mm-hmm. oh, but did you know? But did you know? You know, da 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 You know, like, Spike Lee uses mama credit cards to finance. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know that, that fun fact? Yeah, I yeah, yeah. That fun fact. I'm like, wow, she was always going to be great. Like, yeah. yeah. I yes, knew it. I was, you know. Um, She's an extra Indiana, Yeah, but for Indiana Jones, what happened was at the time I was living in Connecticut and I'm not sure if it's still like this now, but at the time Connecticut had a really good tax break for films to come mm. to the state. So everybody named Mama, they were trying to film they were trying to film something in Connecticut. They were like, hey, we got this cafe scene. We gonna film it at Norwalk, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's that's kind of like how it was. And they, you know, there was like a site to, you know, apply for stuff and I was really heavy into the that scene at the time. I applied like and what was funny when the the listing first came out it said Indiana Jones and then they updated it so it can be like a secret mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was like it was too late too late nigga like, I, saw I, it. <laughs> I know it's Indiana Jones so I, you know did my interview and for the sake of this story I wish I remembered the the um the assistant the AD who interviewed me because it would have been great because he was like oh yeah I used to do some work at MTV mm. I didn't have this is my first film I ever worked on so I'd had no experience mm. you know in that capacity and I think you know because he had did work at MTV he's like you know he kind of like helped me out right mm. thank you sir right kind of look like Burt Reynolds <laughs> but anyway <laughs> <laughs> that's the only thing I remember um like Burt Reynolds meet like Ted DiBiase. I'm I'm showing my age. Mm. Do you remember Ted DiBiase? I do. Hell yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just you know, just checking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm here. We're anyway, here. yeah. So <laughs> that's how that was with Indiana Jones. It was really, if you want to learn about like a film and kind of like going feet first into such a large production like that, and everybody wanted to. Be there, see things, because this is when Shia LaBeouf was popping, and mm-hmm. now nah, he's apparently a criminal yeah, now. Um, yeah, and you know Harrelson, and um, you know uh, George Lucas, like the whole, you know the the whole crew. Everybody wants to to be there, and it wasn't really just you know being a PA, you know. But I we were this that was the action unit, so there was like a lot of stunts going on. 
a lot of action, just a lot of a lot of everything. Mm-hmm. But yeah, for to to be for that to be at my first one, I've definitely learned a lot. Anything behind the scenes that you can tell us about? Oh, anything I mean, interesting that happened? I can I can say this. Uh, I remember this was I don't think him and um, George Lucas. I don't think him and Melody Hobson were married yet. Mm. I know they were together, but mm. he was just you know walking around with his shorty like they 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 were in, even though it's like pandemonium, everybody's stressed out doing this to him. He was just having the time of his life with his boo, right? His boo just so, Yeah, I mean when when I saw him, you know, I'm sure he was working. I don't want nobody suing me. Right, <laughs> I'm sure he did a fabulous job. Allegedly, but, you know, they were in, they were enjoying enjoying each other's time. And what happened was there was um you know everyone has like walkies or whatever, and some but it's. The, the network is kind of like mass mm. and somebody I still don't know who it was but someone was like you know they they said something like who who would have thought his girlfriend was black or something like that Ooh. on the walkie wow <laughs> yeah take your hand off the and, button niggas <laughs> yeah and there's just like um and I don't know I don't know the end of that story <laughs> <laughs> Never to be seen know, again. I don't, I don't know who said it. You mm. know, I know it wasn't me, and because there wasn't a lot of women on the set anyway, and mm. it was a man. Obviously, it was a man's voice. Um, but yeah, but I know the the ads, the assistant directors, were looking for that person. Like I said, it, it felt very much like scandal before scandal came out. Mm. So it was just like, who said that? Like you know, yeah, like yeah, I, said, yeah. I don't know how the story. I don't know how the story ends. Mm. So. Now, I'm you, sure they're not working. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever it is, I'm sure someone is not working anymore. If someone's not working, blackball, get him the fuck out of here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now, um, back to I guess like the DIY part of things. Um okay. now you you were also on a HGTV. You did a flea market flip. I did. That's when I mentioned earlier about, you know, my mama telling me to get braces. Yeah, right. <laughs> and when I took them off, I uh I was casted for a flea market flip and then we were shooting shortly thereafter. That was another dope, super dope experience. And with that, I got that because people, I saw the casting on Facebook because people kept tagging me Mm. to it. And this is like a, like a slight sidebar, but this is the benefits of putting yourself out there constantly because you, you as whoever, whatever you're doing, if you're watching, listening, whatever you're doing, you may not have the bandwidth to go after and hunt for every opportunity. Mm. You need people to be your eyes and ears to the ground, but they can't do that if they don't know what you do. Right. So what happened? Yeah. So <laughs> with, uh, and even if you don't think, and then algorithms, it's Facebook, it's Instagram. You think you're saying it a lot of times only 10% of your audience is seeing it. So you need to say it like every day, every day. Yeah. Cause there's people who probably know you, know you mm-hmm. in real life, and they're like, "Yeah, he kind of got a pop." But, mm-hmm. You know, you need your people to be able to say, "Bop, bop, bop." Yeah, exactly. You know? yeah. And then that comes from you saying it over and over again, and then also having the receipts. You know, because people ain't gonna promote you if they feel like it's a lost cause. Right. Right. So you got to have the the zeal and the the zest of a SoundCloud rapper. Because mm. they go tell everybody <laughs> they mixtape is coming out. Exactly. <laughs> so that's how you have to promote yourself. What, so, whether it's yeah, whack anyway. or hot, they tell you. Well, yo, just take, just take a listen real quick, real quick. Like, you know, that's how, it, 
<laughs> all right, all right. So you got like a cousin who like rap? Like, nah, nah. Okay. <laughs> nah, so nobody. like, that's how they do. Okay, all right. I'll come back and they'll come back. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, with Flea Market Flip, something like, so the imagine the equivalent of a SoundCloud rapper with, you know, crafts. Crap, so, yeah. Some, <laughs> someone uh, tagged me to the, to like the casting. And I was like, oh, and they said, you need a partner. So I was looking for uh, a partner. And a friend of mine, and honestly, I don't even remember when I met him. And that's another thing with Facebook. Like, you don't know who knows who mm. and who's who, really. Because mm. people be like, kind of like pump faking with their jobs sometimes. Oh <laughs> like, God. oh, yeah, I work something. And it's like, you know, like. That's, that's what the fuck Clubhouse is. Oh, I'm an A&O. Oh, I do this. No, 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 no. Yeah. I'm saying like, they'll say something like, oh, you know, I make people laugh. And it's like, no, you are a writer for 30 Rock. I need you to be specific. Yeah, right. Yes. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, don't, don't say I make people laugh for a living. Say you work for 30 Rock, but whatever. Anyway, there's um, someone who um, was my friend on Facebook. He he works in, in film, and he hit me up. He's like, oh, someone I know is looking for, you know, like somebody crafty for this HGTV show. And he's like, you know, I don't know. You be doing DIY stuff. He described it very much like how a man would describe it. Right, yeah, man. Right? Huh. So it was like, you know, you're playing with glitter and shit. Like, you know, I'm like, yeah. okay. <laughs> Thanks. He's like, can I put y'all in contact? I'm like, sure. I thought it was going to be two different opportunities. Come mm. to find out it was the same one. The door audition, me and my homegirl, who was also our event coordinator for University of Dope. So, and we did it together. Mm. And we did the show. Show was great. We won. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler alert, right? <laughs> spoiler alert, we won. Yeah. So now you kind of like vlogged your journey. I guess your first vlog was maybe like six years ago. It was on like Valentine's Day or something like that. Okay. Um, I think my first video was... Yeah, I I, I, I did do a Valentine's uh, video. Mm. And it's so funny because I be telling myself I'm going to delete it, but I guess that's good for like throwbacks no, for like no. times like now. You got to like see the process, dog. You got to see the process. You got to see the the, the growth. Mm. Yeah, because I was just figuring out this whole YouTube thing. So I was like, people were like, yeah. I think I started doing YouTube maybe a year or two after I started like the blog. Mm. So they're like, yeah, you know, you got to have a YouTube. And mind you, I wasn't necessarily interested in being an influencer and I don't even think that word was really out yet no, no, you know no. like YouTuber was out but not like influencers mm. I, everything was very uh laissez-faire just you know I'm just going with the wind I'm just here maybe up until five years ago mm. yeah five years ago I'm like okay well I haven't really worked on a film project in a minute, so maybe this, maybe this is the job. This, <laughs> this is, is my this new the job. way to go. <laughs> this is my job. This is my new job. So right. yeah. Now between the the DIY and everything, how are you making money? Like how are you making ends meet? Hold on, let me drink my water. Mm. That, that's a that's a question. All right. So, my, uh, bulk of my um, endeavors financially it comes from AB does what. You know, because when you don't, we're still a startup, so we reinvest mostly everything. Mm. You know, to 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 grow and expand the business, and it's also five of us, and it's also we hire a lot of other. We have a lot more expenses, mm. so for a living, <laughs> <laughs> to eat my food, um, I have an OnlyFans. You know, and mm. just joking. Uh, <laughs> fam, I was about to say, my nigga. 
You doing sexy crabs on OnlyFans? Hey, man, it's a, it is a, listen, you ain't trying to see no sexy paint. Titties out with the glitter. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just little, you know, Mod Posh. Oh, I shouldn't say Mod Posh. That part out. That's a whole company I can't. Yeah, right. No, I don't have an OnlyFans, guys. Just joking. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, no, for I am joking, but something to consider if things get crazy. Um, but yeah, I work a lot with brands. And I also work with HGTV. I am one of their digital hosts for HGTV Handmade. Mm. So that collaborating with brands. And like affiliates, affiliate marketing is essentially, you know, I'm always recommending things as an influencer. Mm. You purchase, I get a commission. You're not paying extra. Mm. Everybody wins because I brought this to you. I told you this about it and you love it because I know you would. So I wouldn't have recommended it to you otherwise. And then, yeah, that's that. Right. But yeah, essentially um, working with brands. That's before, before the pandemic, I was teaching. I was teaching arts and craft classes. Okay. So people who, you know, because like when you want to be an influencer, people just think, oh, it's just like maybe just ads on your page. No, there's a whole like web of ways to to make income, you know, having hosting events, hosting classes, having workshops, like, you know, doing it online and all of those things. And I was doing that before mm. the pandemic. Now, I didn't work with brands as much before the pandemic, but now I do I work more with brands now. Okay. Now, is AV allowed to have like an off day where a day where she's just not feeling creative? I don't want to do shit. Fuck all these DIYs. You know, just I'm yes. not feeling it today. Yes. Today. <laughs> <laughs> today was that day. Um, I just decided to watch. Like there's times right, when you are uh freelancer, entrepreneur, whatever people are calling people these days. Mm. It's like the grind, the grind, the grind, the grind, be on the grind. Right. When I was in college, I was like that. I was very much like P. Diddy during making the band P. Diddy. Mm. Like I was insane. Lord bless my ex. Because <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> like, what you doing? We got making turkey sandwiches. We got to, we got to work. <laughs> Things to do, man. <laughs> That's how it was, you know? And that was also during the time I did Indiana Jones and MTV. So imagine, like, this is I was a full blown mad woman, you mm. know, as P. Diddy, because, you know, P. Diddy, right. same thing. Okay. But, you know, as you get older and you grow and you learn about, you know, work life balance and your health, mental health, all of that things coming first, you do have to say, hey, I need to take a step back. Uh, I like to, to have like, like my Saturdays off. It's one of those, it has to be a very, like a strenuous circumstance. Mm. And it's probably like a you dope circumstance if I'm working like on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I like to just keep, you know, that that's for sure. Like that's like the boundary everybody knows around me. Don't ask because it's not going to happen. Uh, then there's other times where it's like, you know, you wake up in the morning and you're like, who won't check me? Yeah. Who's here? <laughs> me, me. No one's going to check me. So that was my day today. Like I watched like, Mad hours of designated survivor on Netflix. Mm-hmm. They should. Too bad the show is no longer on because I'm like they could. They should totally hire me to promote it because I've been talking about it for like three days. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, listen, this All is right. my show. Keeper Sutherland. If he ain't gonna give you nothing else, he gonna give you some oh, political yeah. drama. Oh yeah. Okay? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, for the girls. Yes. <laughs> That's what the fuck he does. Mm-hmm. Now, um, am I allowed to ask about your dating life? 
I would prefer you don't. Gotcha. <laughs> oh, yeah. good. Thank you. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, you know, being a creative, you know, always on the grind, you know, stuff like that. But, you know, we're going we gonna to keep it cool. All right. Yeah. Now, um, wh- how have you gotten these like sponsors sponsorship deals for like the DIY the DIY brands? Like, how have they come to you? Is it, is it is it just you putting yourself out there on social media, or is it like just word it, of mouth? A lot of it is, and people, and then some things I don't even know how. I mean, I like to consider myself very much blessed. Um, so yeah, putting my putting myself out there because you don't know who knows who. Mm. And you don't know who puts your name in the things for, for what. And sometimes I try to ask, like, almost like, you know, especially like when, like, casting people reach out to me, I like to say, like, oh, you know, so how did you find me? And they're like, you know, Instagram or a, a, a colleague possibly. So everybody's vague anyway. Right, so I'm like, yeah. all right. <laughs> I don't know how you found me. I'm That's that's great. Let me just keep doing what I'm doing. But as I'm getting more into it, I'm learning more about taking certain steps to, you know, increase my chances because mm. like things have been great with people just sliding in my inbox so i'm like imagine if i slided people's inbox too wow right. this could be great mm-hmm. you know um but yeah that's a lot of like how it was even down to handmade it was like hey we just saw you and i'm like all right i'm down mm-hmm. you know so okay now yeah. what does mom think of what you do my mom is the ultimate cheerleader so Great. she loves it, everything. And she's like a super rider. Like, it's like, oh, what you interested in? Okay, we all interested in it, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> like, especially, you see that more with uh, you dope because, you know, crafts, my, my father's more of the crafty one, but my mother was, is creative for like cooking mm. and writing. So I'm a perfect blend of my parents because I love to cook as well. And, you know, with the blog, you got to write, right? Mm-hmm. And my dad being more actual, like, hands-on stuff. Mm-hmm. So, but with <laughs> but with you dope, you know, my mom, I don't have, like, just remember how I said before about people being your eyes and ears. Mm. I don't always have time to check out what's going on, you know, in the news or, you know, possibly gossip or something like that mm. my mom be on it like yeah i saw so-and-so like it was she'll name like some rapper that she saw on like good morning america and i'm like mm. wow because i'm not watching good morning nothing wrong with good morning america nothing wrong at all. Right? i just don't have time always <laughs> to right. watch it in the morning or something like that or she'll watch like, a youtube video and one day she definitely said she's like oh yeah i she called me like mad times and i was busy so i, I called her back Cause I was like, oh my gosh, it's an emergency. My mom called me like 20 times back to back. Oh my God, mom, don't do that. And, and yeah, and I called her. She's like, oh, I saw your friends. I saw your friends on this YouTube video. And I'm like, my friends? She's like, yeah, the Wu-Tang. I'm like. Mom, I thought somebody died. Come I on. know, but I'm like, you know, it's cute. Because it's like, you know, you, oh, you need like watching everything with Wu-Tang now. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's dope, man. Because, you know, your mom could be like the typical Caribbean mom was like, oh, you have to do this that oh, and the third in order to be considered successful my parents were not like that and i'm so grateful only thing they was like they was like you just can't be broke and you can't be <laughs> with nobody broke yeah that was that, that that was like the only only thing right like nobody being a rock pocket boy or with a <laughs> rock pocket yeah like no like that's and that was definitely my dad's word so i gotta you know hey got honors wishes right right exactly <laughs> you know? pocket people so um yeah that was yeah that was my only my my parents only like request like 
just please don't be poor. Yeah. <laughs> Once you move out, don't move back in. Yeah, something like that. No, my mom always wanted me to move back. <laughs> I was <Okay>. like, no. <laughs> No. Enjoying my life now, ma. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, um, yeah. you know, like I was saying with a uh, dope earlier, you know, you got the un- unpopular opinions thing. Now, uh, who's blocked you on Twitter lately? Nobody now. Nobody now. I, not- I believe. I believe. I believe Joe Budden unblocked me. Oh shit! But, congrats. Uh, yeah, I know. I think he did. I think he. I mean, he might be like Jewish or something, like you know, where you have like like seven years right. like, of, of atonement. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think I think he cleared his list after a certain time because one time I saw his name and it was like in my timeline. I'm like, oh wow! I think he got therapy and that's what happened. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> um, yeah, so no one has blocked me, um, even with these unpopular opinions floating around, and I'm very much surprised. Um, we don't really get a lot of push back sometimes we get sometimes we get some people who try to be like woke out of nowhere mm-hmm. on some of our posts and it's just like we got we're unpopular opinions like mm-hmm. and it, i'm jamaican so you know customer service yeah customer service is not our strong point mm-hmm. <laughs> but it works for the brand right like I, I, i'm talking about in terms of jamaican i shouldn't say you know customer service is great but Jamaican's customer service is, you know, it's not what we know for. So mm. if you come under one of our posts saying something and I answer, you, it's like, whatever. Stingy as <laughs> fuck with the oxtail gravy. Yeah. <laughs> so now, wh- uh, where do you see yourself? Like, what's the goal in the next five to ten years? Like, where do you wow. see yourself? Um. So with AV Does What, I would love to have my own television show. Um, I would also like to produce other, sh- I have like a production company to produce content, like lifestyle content mm. for other people who may not always have a voice in, um, in lifestyle entertainment. And I'm not even limiting to limiting that to race. You know, mm. it can be just everybody else, you know, down to people who have small apartments. Mm. Usually, when, <laughs> usually when you see home renovation stores, home renovation shows, it doesn't include renters, you know, it's mm. like, wow. So you're just watching it and you're thinking like maybe one day if you get a house then you can do that and knock out your walls. It's like, no, you can, I believe your home is, you know, where your heart is and you should be able to make it however you want, but because of whatever reason, and it could be not necessarily just financial, but just that's how you want to live at that time. Mm. You should be able to, you know, remix your situation too. So that's, that's one of like my top goals to have a production company and have my own television show. Also, you know, Martha Stewart, this thing out, you yeah. know, have everything, be on everything. So you plan on doing this my... for like a long time. Like this is like oh, a yeah, forever this, goal. This is it. This is the, this is the dream. So this have you given up on right acting like forever? <laughs> well, no, the thing is, um, I mean, I never really pursued acting as in like an adult. Right. Yeah, uh-huh. So, um, but now, I'm still in front of the camera doing this. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like I'm satisfying both of my, like, you know, all of my dreams kind of like came together. Mm-hmm. So will I be in a movie at some point? I don't know. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Or maybe, you know, you can be like one of those people who show up on television shows to be themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, like Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. But, but he- He's playing Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, right, right. I think, I think that's the sweet check, too. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. You know? Playing yourself. Yo, A.V. Perkins as A.V. Perkins. Yeah. <laughs> like, that would be, be pretty cool. So, uh, yeah, 
yeah, those are um, those are some of my goals. Um, and have like you know product lines and just all of that. Uh, that's for AV does what for University of Dope. I like to have a. I would like to produce a show for University of Dope, mm. having like a, like a zone game show. Also, we shit. want to yeah 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 because my background is in film production and Marion's background is in events and event and then me and Whitney that's our event coordinator mm. also have a a background in event marketing because mm. we used to work for Nesquik <laughs> way back in the day yeah. <laughs> Yeah, way back in the day, that's how we met because we we worked at Nesquik together doing like a fucking love Nesquik. Yeah, I dressed up as the bunny before. Another oh. fun fact. Oh really? <laughs> like like oh, yeah. like for, like for Halloween or was you like out in the road? No, trying to sell like out in the road. Oh. Like <laughs> oh my god, you was one of them niggas. <laughs> yes, 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 man. I'm I am Forrest Gump to this man. So. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't nothing. I ain't do at this point. Nah, so, you now nah, you're a true fucking Jamaican. You you just you just do whatever. Yep. And if I didn't, her and I wouldn't have met. So with all of that around, and then we have two other people on our team who are awesome as well. It's kind of like Voltron coming together and really mm. wanting to expand this out. I call it the UDU, the U Dope University of Dope Universe. Mm. And you know, we want it to be where people can enjoy University of Dope and they probably have never played the card game. Mm. You know, whether you're consuming uh, content that we've created that you're like watching, you know, streaming or TV or something like that at an event that we produce, you know, festivals, concerts, stuff like that. If, you know, this is long-term goal. So at some point you yeah, gotta yeah, be able yeah. to go outside, right? Yeah, exactly. And if not, it'll be Hopefully. some AR virtual reality where, uh, <laughs> where you do helmet. Yeah, we're going to die. We, we, yeah. We gonna so, <laughs> Yeah, we want we want you to be able to enjoy University of Dope in many different um, iterations, mm. and maybe even to the point where someone can say to them, say to like a friend, like, "Yo, you know, this started off as a card game." Exactly. Like, yo, that's dope. Like that. Like, how you think about like Rap Genius mm-hmm. for the throwback people who know it as Rap Genius now known as Genius. Now known as Genius, yeah. Yeah, we like, yo, remember when they were just doing lyrics? Uh, now they doing interviews with Rob Markman and shit. Exactly. Like I love a good you re- like you know remember when. Mhm. That's yeah. that's why I so keep them videos up there. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Now, why did you decide to go by AV and 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 not Amber? Okay. So you just going to tell the whole world my government cool? I mean, that's cool. That's cute. Niggas that's know you. Cute, though. <laughs> <laughs> I think professionally it's AV what you talking about? I, I believe it. <laughs> and cool. when we met Yeah, it's been it's been I've been AV for like, I mean, definitely more than 10 years, for mm. sure. Uh, like, like 13 years? 13 years now? Um, yeah. So, um, I was, I, I think I might have just like, graduated uh, college. And I was, you know, I was interning, because um, that's what you do in film. You just do a lot of interning. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I graduated, and I was still interning. And I was interning at The Onion. Um, actually the, you know, the satire place. Yeah. Dope. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, I was living in Connecticut and I was interning in New York. So I was doing that commute. And then I thought to myself, I was like, you know, maybe, you know, I'm applying to some freelance gigs and I was like, maybe people, maybe I might increase my odds with a better address. So mm-hmm. like I changed it to like 
a New York address. Not saying that people, no one, I don't know why your address is on resumes at one point anyway. Not like somebody's going to mail you a letter. But yeah, anyway. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got like, anyway. So I'm glad, glad things have changed, but I was using a New York address. And then I kind of like doubled down on it. And I was like, maybe, you know, maybe gender, right? Might be a thing. Because pe- I know people who are getting calls and callbacks from Craigslist and not even doing like interviews or anything like that. So I was like, okay, mm. Amber, that's my first name, y'all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's not outright, what's the word I'm looking for? Ethnically charged, I right. guess. Okay. <laughs> like you, don't out, you don't outright know someone's ethnicity with that the, name, the name, right? Yeah. And even though it's funny, because I know a lot of Black Ambers, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> yeah, me too. Actually. Yeah, so it's so it's funny. It's a very it's a very all names matter. Like it's a very like it's, <laughs> like I feel like Amber as a name does not see color, right? Right. <laughs> For it being a color, but anyway, I was like, you know what? Maybe it's like a gender thing too. So AV that doesn't sound you know it's my initial, so you don't know what's what it is. And ironically, my mother would use her initials are LA. Mm-hmm. and she would use that like you know to like write things and stuff like that like as a pen name so i was like all right this is cool i could do this and then what ended up happening i i got a gig and this is me just testing it out i got a gig no just looked at my reel no res no you know no call no MC, no nothing got the gig showed up to the production meeting that was my first day the production meeting mm. and i showed up and it looked like there was more women than I was used to seeing. Mm-hmm. And it was also more like black people than I was used to seeing. So I was like, hmm. And when I say used to seeing, I'm meaning more than one, right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like me and somebody else. I'm like, hmm. Hey, I see Someone you. Didn't make, up, so like people didn't make an account for this, right? Right. right. <laughs> so then the guy, the director, you know, he he was kind of like, I walked in, he like looked at me like I was lost, right? And mm. he's just like, oh, so I'm like, hey, I'm AV. And I said, oh, okay. And then what happened? I spoke to him after the production meeting and he was just like, oh, you know, what did he say? He said something along the lines of people don't, when you apply and you have your initials, people don't know who you are. I've worked in the industry and I was really young at the time, like really young in the industry and as just a person, right? Mm. Because I was under 25. Uh, I've worked in the industry for a million and five years. And Mm. People should know who you are. And I'm like, uh, but it wouldn't matter. I'm not going to put my name in the initials because he was like, oh, you know, maybe if you want to go by AB, maybe you should put it like in parentheses or in the initials. And I'm like, I'm not The Rock Johnson, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the Rock. So I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> right? <laughs> and I said, and then I just named some names that I, people that I've worked with who had, who naturally had gender neutral names. Right. And, you wouldn't have known their, you wouldn't know their gender. So what would you ask them to do? Put boy, girl on their resume? Right. And at this point, I already knew I wasn't going to work with them. Mm. So I'm just like, yeah, what would you do then? And he was like, at the, at the, at, at, And I was like, all right. So then I knew for sure that it had to, that it was going to stick. Mm. And, but after that, I started getting jobs, word of mouth anyway. So mm. it wasn't like a surprise, like, oh, wow, we didn't know you were a black girl. You know, like, you know, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so I, I wasn't getting, I wasn't doing too many cold calls after that anyway, but it literally just, you know, I was using it professionally. So people rocked with it. Mm. But that's the story of AV. Yeah. We don't, we don't talk about, 
Go ahead. And people and people thought it was audiovisual. Like people thought I was, you know, oh, you making th- it up. Like, oh, you thought you was an AV for real? <laughs> yeah, like people people would think like I just assumed it as like a pen name or like a make believe, like The Rock, right? Mm, yeah. And I was like, no, actually, those are my initials. So my parents really thought this out. Like they thought something yeah, yeah. was going to happen, and it did. So yeah. Yeah. What were you gonna say? Yeah, no, nah, I was gonna say like AV looks good on stuff. Like I can see that like on billboards or on like you know when when I when I see it, it just like looks good. And I don't think we talk about how like a name just looks enough. Yeah, and then you know because of this little area right here, mm-hmm. that space between the A and the V, yeah, mm-hmm. like that's yeah, yeah. Design wise, it's really good. <laughs> yeah, because I I I kind of feel what you're saying because i hate when motherfuckers call me my real name and you met me doing this so like mm-hmm. you don't you don't know me they like that so don't call me my real name unless and you then the up thing with is or with for me sometimes people um that i've met during doing this and they find out my 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 birth name it's they may think saying my birth name means we have like a deeper relationship yeah <laughs> and it's like we don't because like, it's basically there's people who I've known for years and they they forget to call they they just know me as AV and AV, they'll call yeah. me AV and we are like talking about in your wedding type, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in your wedding clothes. So yeah, it's it's about who you are. The mm-hmm. name is not gonna change, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sure we have to be calling Jay Z J in the house sometimes. And that don't mean they don't mean they not <laughs> That shit got to be weird, though. Yeah. <laughs> so now, uh, my last thing is, you know, a hip-hop-related question, you know, the, the typical hip-hop question. What's, who's your top five? Because looking at these cars and these questions and, you know, unpopular opinions, I have no clue who you deem as the best rapper, the greatest I, rapper. Do you have a top five? I don't even... I don't... I don't... It's, I don't have a top five. Um, But Biggie is my favorite rapper. Okay. Yeah. That's That's great to hear because after I saw that shit, I was like, you know what? I got a couple yeah, yeah, of yeah. No, questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. I, I am definitely a, um, a biggie, a biggie. Uh, yeah. Okay. Cool. I'm very, I'm very, yeah. and I'm very much a New York East Coast rap lover. Mm-hmm. So you know, I, of course, I have to, uh, you know, you have to include other regions. But I'm really very much like New York to the heart. But New I love for all. Point. Like, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. how it go, man. That's how it go. Yeah. Yeah. So now, AV, uh, give everybody your socials where they can check you out at. Where you gonna be on TV next? Do you have anything I, coming up soon on on TV? I mean, um, you can still catch me on Handmade. Mm. Uh, that's on that's their digital crafting platform. Okay. So not digital crafting, but it's like their crafting platform, but it's digital. So you can find that on you know you just type in hgtv handmade you can find me there mm. also for my socials you can find me a v mm-hmm. like the letters like yeah. audiovisual uh-huh. does what does and that's what? everywhere everywhere branding. every single where branding AV does what branding uh so yeah if you want to get you know so i don't know we don't know when this is coming out but you can always find mm-hmm. diy content on all of those social platforms whatever season you are in you will find a craft to suit that on my um on my socials and my website avdoeswhat.com mm-hmm. for university of dope the first card game dedicated to hip-hop culture you can go to universityofdope.com cop your deck and also you can find us on social as well 
University of Dope. Dope, dope, dope. Yeah, preferably IG, YouTube, and Facebook, but we everywhere too. Just Google that shit, it pops up. All of it. All of that. So, AV, man, appreciate you for coming on the show. It's been a long time coming, but we finally got this shit done. You know, we had a couple miscalculations. You know, we had to cancel yeah. a couple of things, but, you know, finally got the shit done. Finally, yeah. I finally got the other half. What a, what a, now it's five of y'all now. So now I got like two-fifths of University is Dope. Got y'all on here. Building. Got to talk about it. Got to talk about the crafting. I'm happy. Despite the last episode, I'm gonna do it a year. So you're the last guest I'm gonna have for 2020 in this fucked up year that we having right now. So this will probably okay. End it off strong. End it off strong. So this will probably come out top of 2021. You know, start the year off with some some good energy, some black woman energy, some some just something to you know just push this bullshit away from us and just yeah, get right. Bruce Spear, you know. Things are about perspective too, right? Yeah. We made it. This I told you, optimism is my is my strength. Right. You know, <laughs> we are here today, this right. day. A lot of people are not, you mm-hmm. know. And whether it's this year, whether it's last year, whether it was ten years ago, you know, they are no longer with us. And we gotta make this count. Right. You know, because we only get one. We woke up, we're breathing, we're healthy. Everything yeah, is man. good. Glass half full type shit. Yeah, we got internet connection. Like, this is the world's our oyster. Yeah, world's our fucking oyster. Man, you got a fresh mic. That mic was clean, boy. Shout out to G. Shout out to yo, my nigga G. I love you, yo. I'll be back here Sunday, but I love you, my nigga. But, um... <laughs> so um I guess that is it. So, uh, one thing's for certain. We too much for these niggas and three much for these hoes. I go by the oh, name right? of Domino. That's Miss A.V. Perkins. And we out of here. All right. Bye. Domino, motherfucker, what's that?